Man, it's Trevor. Hey, sorry, we're a little early, but we got callers that want to talk to you. But but first of all, all right. I, I want to talk to you about your new book. Clean, uh, it's Cleaning the Kingdom, but it's not the same first edition. It's like this is the book number two. Ken, oh, we got a volume, volume two. Okay, but I got to explain who Vol- you are. You were a janitor, or like a custodian. I shouldn't say janitor. A custodian at Disneyland for what? Twenty years. Uh, fifteen years. Uh huh. And you had yeah, your first. Your first book was about five hundred pages. <laughs> it was pretty big. It was it was over four hundred pages. It was most. It was mostly the experiences of me and my co-author. Yeah. And and, and the subtitle was um, "Insider Tales of Keeping Walt's Dream Spotless." Right. And, and, and this one, this the second volume, we go into uh, we we talk about the origins of the department, the, the guys who created it. And, uh, we talk with some other people. And so we call it, uh, the subtitle is, uh, night, day, past, present. Night, day, past, present. So this is insiders with the people that work there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The, we, we've, we've got, uh, you know, we've interviewed and gotten stories from, uh, people we work with and people who worked there before we did, and uh, a lot of good stuff is in there. Okay, because it's all coming together right. Because I was at a place in Orange. Uh, it's called the Tartan Room. And this guy, he's like a Disney fanatic. And he uh-huh. his, his friends worked at Disneyland like 87 to 92. Is that the time you were there? I started in 1990, so there's some overlap there. Okay, so I mean you guys would have fit in. Yeah. Mike, the engineer. Yep. My engineer's on. Mike, you there? Yeah. Okay, this is Ken Pellman. He's uh, cleaning the kingdom. Hi. Mike, Mike, right. Mike is on home confinement because <laughs> he got two DUIs. Is that all? <laughs> is that all? <laughs> he used to work at Disney. Mike, do you work at He works at Anaheim somewhere over there. I work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Forget that. But okay. Anyway, uh, we're all we're all like in school. Okay, so what I wanted to ask Ken was, so the book, where did you get all these interviews from all these people that work there? I mean, outside of you two, the, you two guys. We stalked them. We, uh, we, we, we tracked them down. <laughs> no, we're in contact with a lot of people. And, you know, we knew after we wrote the first book that we would get people saying, hey, what about our stories, you know, and, uh, you know. Well, does right, that so, come? That comes from you doing a podcast now, all about Disneyland. That's true. We have a podcast called the The Sweep Spot, uh-huh. and uh, we've had some of these people, not all of them. We've had some of them on the podcast. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, and you know, we we knew when we were wrapping up the first book, which was mostly our our personal memoirs. We knew that we would get a lot of people chiming in after that fact but the first book was long enough as it was you know so we didn't want to wait and add a bunch of other stories uh-huh. so we decided you know we'll release our first book and if we need to write another one we will and now we now we have okay <laughs> and i know you're limited on time tonight but i have these two people that want to talk to you now one, sure. her name's tanya mike can you dial the number this is my engineer he's on home confinement he has to figure out how to dial the number mike <laughs> he's moving my mouse around this podcast i don't know man how's your podcast going pretty good pretty good uh, it, we've we've had you know some pretty big names in the disney world on there uh-huh. uh you know disney disney legends um which is the highest honor you can get in the company you know um and we've, we've had some really fascinating stuff on there. Uh, I can't believe some of the stuff people have shared with us on there. Yeah, well, so. what did they share with you? Tell us, I mean, what's some crazy stuff? Well, just uh, some of the things they've been through, some of the things they've seen, some of the things they've they've found. Hello? Uh, hello. You got a girl who wants hello. to talk to you. Ken Pellman's on the phone. We have a oh, gr- very cool. Hello. We have a real girl. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yes. it is a girl. And, it is a girl. And she likes Disneyland. And she lives in, in Anaheim area. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm it. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> so to explain, we already explained it, but I think she understands. Uh, Ken wrote a book about uh, being custodian at Disneyland for like 15 years, and it's coming out. Was it August, or is it out? Well, yeah, I, I wrote one, and now the, the second volume is coming out this August. Yes. Okay. Cleaning the kingdom. Right. Yeah. That sounds awesome. It's a very oh, interesting uh, place, and it has a lot of backstories, I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. These guys, uh, we, we, you know, it, it was, and it was a fraternity at first. They didn't let women, the only women they would let work in the department at first were the ones that would check the restrooms. You know, for decades, it was just men. Really? <laughs> and yeah. then, I did not know and then, that. Then they integrated it, you know, and allowed women in. And it was, we talk about that in, in the book. And uh, Night Crew, Night Crew didn't even have uniforms at first. They just wore street clothes because, you know, they figured the guests don't see them. Uh, so <laughs> That is amazing. Yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah, it, now they're so strict a, with uniforms and everything. So Yeah, yeah everybody's got to be dressed up. Yeah. Anyways, this is Tanya and Ken. But I but Tanya has this geeky friend. His name is Tony. And he he likes he's like collects Disneyland uh, memorabilia and dolls and stuff. I Ken, do you collect, <laughs> Ken, do you collect memorabilia from Disneyland? I I have an extensive collection, but I haven't really been an active collector since I <laughs> since I stopped working there uh, because <laughs> it became it became much more expensive, you know. And then, of course, I I had a couple of kids, and and I've got three dogs, and so that's where my money goes now. <laughs> if any of you guys, I, know, I, I think a lot of people yeah. that spend that money are people that don't have that kind of stuff. They just love to right. be kids and stay kids. So yeah, I've I've got I've got a pretty good collection from all my years there, and now I've got three dogs to guard it all. So uh, yeah, in case anybody's yeah, thinking cool. about swiping some of it, <laughs> there you've got it protected. Yeah. Tanya, so, Tanya, where's Tanya? Piece of memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. What's, yes. your, what's your my favorite, favorite piece of memorabilia? My favorite yeah, piece of memorabilia. <sighs> that that's too hard to. You know what? I, I know what it is. Okay. I, well, I know. I know what my favorite is. Okay. When I left, I wrote a farewell letter, and our boss, who was only the second person to ever run. Disneyland custodial and he helped open Euro Disneyland and all that. He posted my letter up uh, in the office for everybody to see. And he came out and he found me working one of my last few shifts. And he gave me this special pin that he gives. He, he put together a class called Walt Disney and you, and it was to train wow. all these, all these new managers, you know, who, you know, they've been born after Walt Disney died, you know, so uh, it's to train all these managers on the heritage of the organization. And at the end of the class, he gives them this pin. So he, he gave me uh, one of these pins. Uh, so that's probably one of my most treasured pieces. Um, wow. So I'm that's, sure it is. that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. There's been a lot. There's been a lot of good stuff over the years. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it was personal. It was like, like a personal thing. So like toward... You know, yeah, not yeah. like not like a mass, uh, you know, not like a mass-produced item that right, you know, anybody could buy or whatever. So, Ken, do you, do you remember? Right. Do you go to the Disney store and buy like all their like hand-me-down stuff <laughs> or like like marked up marked out? <laughs> well, there was an outlet store in Fullerton for a while. I know. I used was, to go you know, there. They would they would dump stuff, and that was that was good. Yeah, I used to go there. Uh, <laughs> it was like all the, yeah. all the junk they had to get rid of. I still have a bunch. I still have a bunch of like Snow White and the Seven. Dwar- I got the Seven Dwarfs. I got keychains. I got it for ninety nine cents a piece. I got a big box of them. So wow. <laughs> oh, you know, you know what else I have? They okay. What? We're coming up on the thirtieth, the thirtieth anniversary of Splash Mountain, right? Mm-hmm. Now I was just a teenager when that was being built. I wasn't even working at the park yet, and I I became obsessed with it and. I so obsessed that I knew what the I knew what the designers looked like, you know. Even this is before the internet and all that stuff. And 
we saw them at the park one day and we're like, Hey, 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 we'll be, you know, are you so-and-so? And they're like, yeah, you know, and whoa, we're big fans of yours. And we, we started talking with them and they realized, you know, how obsessed we were with, with this, me and my neighbors and everything. And so they, the first night they started doing cast member previews of the ride, they snuck us on. They snuck nice. us on. They, they told, they, they told security, Oh, these are, you know, this is the son of one of the vice presidents of the company, you know, because there were so many vice presidents. How is anyone going to know? You know, so right. uh, they snuck, they snuck us on, nobody stopped us. And we wrote, but after the fact, um, one of the things they sent us in the mail, they sent us some splash mountain stickers. There'd only been like a thousand printed up and they were never okay. sold in the park or anything like that. They, and, and so they sent us those. So we have like, they're like, they're like bumper sticker size. <laughs> I've got, <laughs> I've got those squirreled away somewhere because they were never sold. And uh, wow. yeah, so stuff like that, stuff, stuff that was never sold is like really great. You know? Yeah. Do you have any Michael Jackson memorabilia? <laughs> uh, nothing, nothing. My lawyers will allow me to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> He's had to sign waivers that he cannot speak of these things. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to erase I, that from their memory. I, I, yeah, yeah. They're, after years and years of therapy, right. <laughs> therapy. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I, I probably shouldn't go too far into that. I actually interned at a company that Michael Jackson bought a stake in, and since uh, <laughs> during the whole Me Too stuff, you remember that? Yeah, yes. not too long oh, ago. Here, of course. you, you, you so remember fun. Anthony Edward? Anthony Edwards actually uh, wrote an essay that got published. You know, Anthony Edwards from ER. Yes, and he wrote an essay. I did, and, and I did that he, see that. Yes. Yes. The, the, the guy he was writing about was actually the head of that company that I interned for and, and the company that Michael Jackson bought a stake in. So, wow. Now, I never, I never saw anything. I never was subjected to anything. I never saw anything. But it was just kind of a weird well, connection there. you bring up this Anthony Edwards. He was on that, that documentary with Oprah about Michael Jackson molestation stuff. Did you see that? He yes, was, he was. I did see him on that. Yes. It was on HBO, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, it was like a two-parter. Yeah, he was right in the front row. Right, he was in the front row. So maybe he got molested by Michael Jackson. I don't know. Well, who knows? Probably somewhere in his, well, in his life he did, but not Michael Jackson, but in his past life he had been oh, okay. subjected to that. So that's yeah. why he was on the show. Yeah. But see, that's that's a so. good question, though, because like at Disneyland, were there any creepy dudes over at Disneyland uh, when you were working there? Uh, not you, you could, but I mean. You know, it, there's, oh, you're talking to Tanya? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no, but like what did you see? Because you had keys to go see everything, right? All the buildings and everything, right? You could like go around and see like, where you could like see people doing weird stuff over there, right? Well, I could go anywhere. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah. I know that's interesting. Mm-hmm. We just say if anybody says, "What are you doing here?" I said, "Oh, I got a call to clean this over here." You know? <laughs> Love that. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been to the. Janitor you here. write about it in the, fir- yes. in the first book. You know, went to, went to the top of the Matterhorn. You know, uh, I've been in the, when they've had the rivers of America drained, I've been down in there. I mean, um, all kinds of places. I, I, I degreased the space mountain track one year. We were in there, uh, during wow. the renovation, we had, we had to dust it and degrease the track. So we're just in there all week with the lights on and seeing everything up close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But do you do you feel like your book? That'd be amazing. Yeah, but do you? But Ken, do you feel like your your stories are bursting like kids' bubbles about what Disneyland's really about? Like what they're, you know, it's like exposing the Wizard of Oz. You know, that's kind of weird, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just seeing how it's done. Well, we you know what we we actually our books are overall they're positive overall. Mm-hmm. They 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 do have stuff they do have stuff in there that Disney wouldn't if if it was an official Disney book they wouldn't have in there I mean we do one of the things in the second book coming out you know I don't know if you remember uh, the first fatal accident that was really all you're cracking up Mike are we uh, hold on that we're getting like a little feedback here Mike. Is he still there? Yes, I'm here. Is he still there? I'm here. 
Yeah, yeah. Tom, oh, good. I can hear him. Okay, yeah. yeah for somewhere, our internet like kind of like uh, went wild. Okay, go ahead. Well, there was the the first fatal accident that was really none of the the guests' fault. It was all on the on Disneyland. Was Christmas Eve night was Columbia accident. And uh, okay. Yeah. Can or can you're in a bad zone or something? Are you on a cell phone? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I don't have a landline, buddy. <laughs> no one okay. has landlines anymore. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you're in a you're in yeah. a bad zone, so you're like cracking up. We can't. Maybe, maybe, other... maybe Disney doesn't want me talking about that. I, I could be. Yes, could be. they they found you, story. and now they are monitoring the call. Yes. Okay, but I, I won't. I... Yeah. Okay. Well, you're back. You're back to normal again. I just want to say this Tony guy, now, Tanya, explain who Tony is and about his Disney fetish. Well, he has been involved with Disney forever. He loves it. Um, he goes all the time and he just, he's one of those people that just, I mean, and he has clubs. He's involved with like three or four clubs and they love every aspect of the park. I mean, they will wait in hours um, of lines to see the new things. And he just saw the new Star Wars. I think it's um, the Garden, Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever that is within the park. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's pretty intense. It's, it's changed so much over oh, the last year. Do you think he would and have any questions? He's the newer generation. Yeah, but do you think he'd have any questions to ask Ken? I, I hope so. Then I, I mean, think Mike, yes, the, Mike, the, I, engineer, I have, Mike I, the engineer should get Tony on. He's, his number's on. Oh, there. Is, he, yes. is that my cue? Yeah, that's your cue. Yeah, well, wait, wait yeah. to hear this guy. This guy's a Disney nerd. <laughs> Ken, well, he's, it, well, there's so well, many if, Disney if, people that love Disney. Yeah, if he's cultists, a Disney like, nerd, just, I, you know, I, I thought I was a Disney nerd. If he's a Disney nerd, I don't. Well, I, know, that's I mean, <laughs> Disneyland has changed over the years, so it's it's so amazing. And you have to know the park. I mean, I'm sure you know. You could probably take someone through the park. I would think at the busiest time and lead them through oh, the yeah. crowds. Because there's so many back paths and things like that. Yeah. yeah what about Walt's body? Is it still, still on ice? Is it still, is it still cryogenically frozen there? Is that a ride? Walt Disney's frozen body? It... Oh, <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, that's they, a, they, oh, it's they, not anymore. Oh. They, oh, tore, that, like they tore that out. Right? <laughs> they, tore, they, they tore that out when they decided <laughs> they were going <laughs> to... <It> was... <laughs> <laughs> That's like they put. They they, 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 they took it out well, the rocket. Well, no, hopefully track. they took his body and they put it somewhere else more safe and than it was. And yeah. I hope they upgraded it. <laughs> That's Mike the Engineer. Upgrade. Mike the Engineer. The no- Tony's number is either Disney Geek. He's he's on there. Yeah. He, make sure the other guys are still here. Are they still here? Oh come on. Mike, are they still here? Hello. Hey, uh, Tony, are you still here? I'm here. Hey, good. Well, we just lost Tanya and uh, Ken, but we got to get them back. <laughs> Mike, the engineer, Mike, the engineer screwed it all up. Mike, something to call and you, on. Your Disney geek has ruined the show. Hold on. <laughs> it's all my fault. It's, it's all your fault. No, it's Mike, the engineer's fault. But hold on, I think they're there. But I think they're there. But he has to figure out how to push the buttons. Come on, Mike. Okay. Come on, put him back. Okay. <laughs> Mike, you got him? <laughs> this is the show. It's so stupid. It's like when he like he starts muddling around with the freaking mouse and stuff. Talk about the, like we're talking about the we're talking about the mouse. Mike. <laughs> well, what something happened? happened. Well, yeah, <clears throat> Skype just uh put everyone on hold. So now we gotta call everyone back. Oh man. <clears throat> okay, hold on. Give me the dial pad. Alright, hold on. This is just we had technical difficulties because shit. Yeah. Don't worry, Tony. Try it. Okay. Now Mike, can you okay, here's one. Alright. Right, let me get the put, other one. I'll dial the other one. Type it in. Well, give me the pad. It is right in front of you. Oh, sorry. Hello. There you go. All, All right. right, we're back. Well, Mike, you're the like you screwed it up. 
All right, go on. Walt Disney wouldn't even hire you, dude. I mean, you're so screwed up. <laughs> this is okay. We've got Ken Pelman, we've got Tanya, and now we've got Geeky yeah. Tony. I think we did it. I'm not, I'm, Ge- I, okay, Disney Geek. Is Tanya there? Yes. All right. All right. We're back again. We're back again. Trevor's happy hour. You can call in later at 714-798-9806. But right now, our special guest collects Disney toys. And that's what he does. He he plays with his, like, Mickey Mouse doll and and all this other weird stuff. And I don't know. He wears a goofy goofy T-shirt to work. I mean, the guy's messed up. <laughs> okay, but Tanya's in love with this guy for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, I was like really weirded he's out. He's my guy best friend. He is my guy best friend. Okay, he's a yeah. Here's your boy toy. Okay, let's let's get past that. And now, but okay, but Ken Pelman wrote a book. It's called Cleaning the Kingdom. This is part two. Uh, night and day, and what, what's how's it go again? Night and day. Night, day, past, and present. Past and present. Oh, very nice. Yes, that's the title. This is part two. And Tony, I want you to explain why you're so fixated on Disneyland with Ken. Go ahead. I mean, I've lived in Southern California my whole life. I've been going to Disneyland since I was a little kid, as long as I can remember. And I just love it. It's, uh, it's, you want to go now, it's just to feel like I'm a kid again. Okay, you, you, need um, to, you need to, like, uh, speak into the phone. Time. Speak into the phone. You sound oh, muddled. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no speaker. Okay, no. Go no, ahead. No, sorry. It's, um, yeah, I've been going to, I mean, I've been going to Disneyland for as long as I can remember since I was a little kid. And even when I go now, it just makes me feel back, feel like I'm, I'm a kid again. I just love it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm an annual pass holder for a few years, and I have, I have some. You were, uh, a, you were a what? An annual pass holder now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He was an, an annual, annual annual pass holder. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a very expensive thing. Yes. 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 Yeah, it's you a lot more than a kidney to afford that thing. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, but but Tony, did did yes. you grow up back in the? I'll just ask your age. You don't care. Like, when were you born? I'm forty forty three. So forty three. So okay. So you were kind of right after they had the e ticket and all that. The ticket books. Right, I don't. I, that's before my time, so I remember that. I read all about it. So. Okay, I'm, 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 I was, I'm in the ticket book era. That's when I grew up. When I went to Disneyland. Okay, but okay, so a bit. That was the best era, and but it wasn't good because you couldn't go on <laughs> that many rides because they were always, you know, you were always out of the eat tickets. But right and now, right. it's gone to the everyone. Okay, but but Tony, yeah. Tony, how often do you go to Disneyland? Um, once. Some, once a week, once every other week, sometimes Dude, a couple Ken. times a week. Uh, he goes every week? Heck, I used to do um, that when I was an annual every, Or every every other week. I mean, I, I live like 10 minutes from the park, so it's, I, can, I can be there in the, par- in the uh, parking lot and in the park in less than an hour, even with taking the tram and everything. Yeah, but Ken, you got paid. Well, <laughs> I, eventually eventually I got paid. Not, when I, not, not, before I, <laughs> mm-hmm. not before I got to work there. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, I go off to work during the week or something when it's not too busy. It's like I try to avoid the weekends usually, but I try, I try to go pretty often. I meet friends there after work. I have friends that come all the way from like an hour drive or more away that like go there once a week. At least, I, at least I'm close. But Tony, do well, it's have... Southern California. An hour drive is like 20 miles, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Good rest hour, right? Well, tell them how long you waited to get a special drink that numbed your mouth. Um, oh, yeah, at the to, first uh, place that serves alcohol. Yes. Oh, yeah, I went, in, yeah. I went to Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I had one of the reservations. So I went there on Wednesday. Um, I guess the first day they opened, people had to wait in line for two hours to go into the to go into the cantina there. Like they were waiting for two oh, hours yeah. just to go inside. And now they now I had to wait in the line about fifteen twenty minutes to get myself one up. They could text me when they're trying to come back. About two and a half hours later, I got a text to come in there just to have a twenty dollar drink in the, in the cantina. Um, I know it's good, but I'm not sure if it's Tony. <laughs> quite Tony, that. Tony, <laughs> Tony, fix your audio. Like, like, just like get up to the, put your put that big black thing up to your mouth. Okay, now listen to me. 
listen, listen. Okay. This is Trevor's Happy Hour, and we want to know why you drink at Disneyland. It costs, what, like $25 for one drink? <laughs> a very That's insane. insane. Wait, and I'm sure Mount- it was $20 Mount- for, like, yeah, it has was that this weird uh, station, uh, what's the drink called? Uh, uh, fuzzy Tauntaun or something like that. Uh, it, makes, it was numbing your mouth. I mean, they... And that that was I mean I didn't get this but they have a they have some drink there which is like a beer sampler um, beer sampler on a tray you get to keep I guess it's like seventy five dollars for the beer sampler oh, they did not have that a beer sampler for seventy five bucks man that's like a whole <laughs> what are you serious that's a beer honestly I but you get to keep the tray that's, I guess. you get to keep the tray that tray is like worth like fifty worth cents <laughs> that's crazy dude. <laughs> Man, what about building your own lightsaber for two hundred bucks? <laughs> oh, that's, that's what he had to do yeah. for his friend. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I had to go. My friend, who uh, was one of the, uh, I guess he was, uh, he got to go, got to go over to one of the uh, early. His brother-in-law, I guess, was a member of Club Thirty Three, so they got an early, uh, got to go in early to that land, and he actually did the whole build your own lightsaber thing. They wanted me to buy some parts for him when I was there. <laughs> so uh. I, I did not do that myself. I mean, it's, it's just, no, I mean, I enjoyed myself in the new land, but I. It, Trust me, I think it's more for tourists that aren't going to go there all the time. I can't imagine going there like every time I go to Disneyland. Right. Well, yeah. To get to get into the park now, they've got like the California Adventure. No, is that California Adventure? They've got like two parks right now. They have two. Right, California Adventure is like on the other. It's the uh, and then yeah, uh, basically the opposite entrance. Yeah. See, like I yeah, and I, I don't even like going there because they have like is that where they have the House of Blues over there? Or used to. They moved the Disney. House of Blues. Huh? Yeah, it used to be downtown used to be Disney. They moved it across the street. Yeah, okay. it's over at it's over at Anaheim Garden Walk now, which is across the street. Oh, I know where you're at. That's yeah. But but Ken. Yes. Now, now Tony, do you think Tony's weird for what he does? Like going every single week and all this. <laughs> like he's like forty three years old. Uh. Well, I would be doing the same thing if I could afford it. <laughs> so you still love the that's park I, after working there that's awesome that's what i i still love oh i still love the park yeah i i uh i was an annual pass holder as a teenager and then i started getting paid to be there yeah. right after that and after they stopped paying me to be there i had an annual pass for a little while but you know now i've got kids and they're old enough that they each require an annual pass and it's it's expensive right and day uh, but did, did, uh, but, uh, that's funny you said kids, because did you hear what Disneyland put out today, their uh, PR? No. Oh, daycare? No. Daycare yes. funding? Or Disneyland is to offer child financial assistance for their employees. They're going to spend $10 million a year to take care of Disneyland employees' kids. Wow. Child care. Now, well, that's, they uh, under the I, gun for not trading their employees yeah. well for a long that just time. Came, that just came so out I think they're really right. trying to improve their image on that. Yeah, that just came out today. Maybe they maybe they should unionize. Oh wait, they are unionized. Oh, never mind. <laughs> um, the, the well, they uh, and earlier, you know, a few months ago, they announced that they're going to pay for some education for. Yeah, and I, yeah. I see. It's like why why don't you just pay more? You know, right? Why do you have to have a kid to get to get some assistance? You know, just pay they're more. And let people, finding quality people. Yeah, well, that's, uh, yeah. Tony, Tony's going to go in wearing a diaper and a rattle and pretend like he can get taken care of by Disneyland <laughs> so, he can get it, so he can get it for free. Oh my God. <laughs> I want to see that. You, you know, right? You almost, you almost have to sell a kidney to get an annual pass these days. I remember, like, I had one like 10 or 11 years ago, it was a couple hundred dollars. Now, did you, if you get it now for the highest tier, when you don't get the highest tier pass, you're blacked out for the entire summer. Highest tier pass now, I believe, is like, like over eleven hundred dollars. Well, I'm a few years older than you, just a few. And when I was a teenager, our fir- my first annual pass was a hundred dollars. No, no blockout dates. Wow, that's amazing. Wow. Then, now it didn't it didn't have discounts, but it had free parking, you know, and an entry. So it was uh, those were the days, man. <laughs> of course, yeah. I mean, my first pass was two hundred. 
Yeah, it's very they, different. They, they don't even offer a free parking anymore unless you get the, the highest tier pass, which is the one that's like $1,100 or the, the Premier Plus, like $1,250. They, they can't even get the free parking unless you get the highest tier now. The parking is $20. You need to, you need to Uber yeah. over there. Just take yes. an Uber. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cheaper. It is cheaper. Or take the bus down Harbor Boulevard. True. That's right. Take that bus. That's that's. So, I I take that once in a while. That's all we need is another one to ride the bus. Another one rides the bus. <laughs> What's another the best day to go to I've, I've got to get my Weird Al Yankovic references in. You got yeah, it. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Like <laughs> okay. Now, okay. So, but Tony really infatuates. I don't know. Is that a weird word? Infatuates me because he <laughs> he collects <laughs> this guy. I mean, he he's sitting there with this hot chick, Tanya, right? And they're they're like drinking, and he's like the designated driver, and he collects like he's like Steve Carell. You guys know what that was, and he has like he has these like action <laughs> he has action figures and all that stuff. I go, man, this is the same guy, right, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I have I have some stuff. I don't have all that much. I, believe me, I do know I have some friends who go to the park that have way more stuff, way more than I do. Um. You can always find somebody who's more into something than you. That's, oh, <laughs> that's okay. I went on. You could, yeah. yeah. I, I did one in a few different meetup groups, and there was some of the really arguing people. And those people would go like three or four days in a row. I'm like, that's a little bit much. But, yeah, see, see, most people would say we're a little too obsessed, but we can always point at someone else and say, you know, well, I'm not, I'm not, as, I'm not as obsessed as that guy. You know. I mean, the, the, line, the line for lightsabers, if you don't get a line immediately to go, to go $20 for a lightsaber as soon as you get your reservation in, it's sold out like immediately. So there's always people willing to spend, like, it doesn't matter what it costs. They're just going to get him everything Disney they can. Yeah. Tony, get up to the microphone. Yeah. Get up to the people microphone. Don't know how to use phone, people know how, don't know how to use phones <laughs> anymore. So. Yeah. So, Tanya, why, why, are, you, why yeah. are you, like, uh, so attracted to Tony? Oh, he's my best guy friend. I mean, I, we, we hike together, and he drives. As you say, he's the designated driver, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's just it's, it's fun to have someone that just comes, picks, picks you up, and you have good times. And, yeah. yeah. And you put up, a, you, and you put up with his quirks, like his quirky, like Disney quirks. Right. Oh, of course. And he has many See, quirks, and he has many interests. I could, but, but if I want to go somewhere, he has the info. Like, if you want to go to Disneyland, wherever it is, right? He's got the info. He's got the line. He's he's got it down. Right. Okay. So, what's the best day? Yeah. What's the best day to go to Disneyland as far as like having the shortest lines and you know the year? Is there a specific like magic well, date? I believe it. Yeah, rainy days. Rainy days. Rainy, rainy days. Cold days. Even yeah. on a weekend, mm-hmm. I went on a rainy day, and it was like five, ten-minute lines for everything. If it's rain, if it's uh, rainy day, people don't show up. It's it's awesome. Mm. Right. Worst days are any kind of holidays. Mother's Day, the people just they just go in droves because they want to celebrate their time with their family. Uh, I know so what I, say, I know what it is. Hey, Ken, I'm right. I'm right on this one. Gay Pride Day. That must be like the best day to go, <laughs> where all the gays run around in their in their underwear. <laughs> they do have that. I think it's one of the few places. Do they? I thought they used to have it. I don't know if they do anymore. They used to have a specific day for that. But that's right. They, they, they would close like, the no, park no, it's, day anymore. It's, huh? it's early October. It's early October. It's the first weekend in October for Disneyland. I think it's the first weekend in June for Walt Disney World. It's going on out there right now uh-huh. at Walt Disney World. Okay. But in, in Disneyland, it's, don't ask me how I know this. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got a wife and kids. So, no, that's okay. Know. But like, 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 it doesn't bother me, uh, Ken. All, all I'm saying is, but Gay Pride Day would be the weirdest time to go. I mean, if you were there. But then again, I bet they serve strong drinks. You know. <laughs> well, maybe uh, I think California Adventure has good drinks, but I think that the, I don't know about the new twenty dollars drinks that you have to wait wait two hours for. I think I'd be sneaking myself in because that's <laughs> yeah, that's just crazy. Yeah, but it's a Star Wars. I mean, California Adventure so, has I like mean, wineries. But I know what a twenty dollars drink this beer. week. I'm sure it's a week drink. That's what I feel. But okay, I'm now this is Trevor's happy hour again. Let's talk about Zombie for one second because this brings us into this. Zombie was kicked. Yes. Zombie 
he's listening. He goes, uh, he smells a rat. I know what he's thinking. Because Zombie okay. was, was kicked out of Disneyland in 1974 for smoking weed and drink, uh, dressing up like Ziggy Stardust. Okay? Oh, now, wow. Okay. Now, now it's acceptable. It's acceptable to do that. <laughs> it's like, you, wait you a minute. He's a pioneer? Yeah, yeah. He was a pioneer. He got 86 from that Disneyland. That is very cool. He dressed up like wow. Ziggy Stardust and like he was smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of our callers. That's one well, of like our listeners. Best... Yeah. Yes. We want to hear from him. Well, the best, I mean, the best place to get in trouble, I don't know if they, I mean, that tram ride. There were so many stories about that tram ride. I mean, you could, like, have sex. You could smoke drugs. That was the place to get in trouble in Disneyland. That's the only place they really couldn't control you. It was day before cameras. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you think about that, Ken. But, yeah, I mean, Ken. that, to me, was the only place to get by with. That and Disneyland? Hang on. Yeah. Let, let, let Ken talk. Go ahead, Ken. Disneyland. I'm trying to think of what's the tram ride at Disneyland. Uh, the monorail? The aerial ride. The monorail. Oh, the oh, monorail. Monorail. You're, you're talking about the people remover. No. I think no, I'm not. Ride. Oh, the, the Skyway. The Skyway. The Skyway, the Skyway. Uh, the the Skyway. yes. The yes. Okay. Yeah, the Skyway buckets. Yeah, those were fun. And But also the people remover was pretty good, too. You're right. You're right. That was so. Oh, you could do a lot of things on that. That was and the ghost. That was also called the people maker. That was called the people maker. Wow. And 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 there was okay. It's he's a little too young for this, but there was the Adventure to Inner Space ride before Star Wars. Right. I have been on that times. Hold on. We got to be respectful. It used the same. It used the same ride system as Haunted Mansion, right? Those individual little pods. Yes, and I've been on it many times, when you, yes. When you call it Adventure Through Inner Space, it really was Adventure Through Inner Space for some people. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, we got zombie, yeah. zombies on the phone. He dressed oh, like zombie. Zig- yeah, zombie. Okay. He dressed like Hello. Ziggy Stardust and got kicked out. Okay, like, tell, I tell, want to hear this. I go ahead. It. Tell us a story, zombie. Actually, it was cigarettes, really, because okay. I was underage. Got busted by a Keystone cop. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and asked to leave. I, I had friends who worked for security there as well, and worked to watch the monitors. And a couple of classmates were that were cast members were dancers back back in the mid seventies, late late seventies. Uh-huh. Saw a lot of stuff. And you're right. That Monsanto ride. My friends seemed they he saw a lot of stuff watching that watching people on that Monsanto ride. Yeah. But zombie, zombie was around during the e-ticket, like me. But he was actually before the e-ticket. He was before it, like uh, when. Oh yeah. He was zombies yeah, back in the day. Yeah, the book of tickets that was be great. You used to just that was awesome. Save up all your C's and B's, and you know you had no money, just pay your mission and walk around through A, B's, and C's. What was your favorite ride, zombie? Back when the old days. I mean, I would say mine. I've got a picture of me and my dad on the Dumbo ride. And then uh, Country Bear Jamboree, I like that one. I love that. And, uh, Stoned with they, the uh, wild, um, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, you're right. Mr. Toad. I wasn't like turned on by Mr. Toad. He didn't do anything for me. But um, <laughs> So it was it was him. Oh, like Haunted Mansion was good. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was. Oh, and there's never a line. You can always get on that ride. It's just the one that scared me when I was a little boy, though, when it first went, like in the like early, like early sixties. I was like maybe five or six years old. Was the one where you go in the whale's mouth, and I just oh, never yeah. knew what story happened book. after. Story <laughs> yeah. yeah, Storybook <laughs> Land Canal Boats. That's right. <laughs> scared the hell out of you, little boy. No, Tony. <laughs> Tony, do you remember any of this? Yeah. You remember any of these? Um, I yeah, I've been on Mr. Toad, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, uh, the ride where you go through the whale's mouth, and I can't yeah. what it's called now, but I've, I've been on. Uh, I mean, it's been, the park's changed a lot. I do remember all those old rides. So, do they do they have like not like uh, Millennials Wild Ride now? I like it's like what are, it's like what are what do the kids do? <laughs> it's like just how a bunch I of mean, people there's a bunch of people texting and stuff and like and like playing on their computer. It's like. And yeah. that's that's the ride. 
It's a phone interactive ride. You have to bring your phone. <laughs> there actually is like a there's actually an app called there's actually an app called Play Disney, and I guess you could actually play games on your phone involving different different areas of the Disney parks. <laughs> I haven't really done it myself, but there's a that keeps the millennials busy. Yeah, I don't think the millennials yep. would have like uh, put up with us back in our day, right, Ken? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Get off! Get off my lawn! <laughs> hey, Ken. So, Ken, when is the last time? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Todd. I want you to talk to you guys. Oh no, no! I just wanted to say, Ken, what is your favorite ride in the park currently? Currently, well, sentimentally, it's Splash Mountain since I was so obsessed with that. I got to ride it. Oh, really? Um, okay. I I haven't done Star the Star Wars stuff yet, but. Uh, Indiana Jones is pretty good. It is good. Yeah. That's a very good ride. And I worked I at the there. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, so the second summer it was open, I worked in there and, and had a lot of fun. So, yeah. um, that's that's a pretty good attraction. It is. What's yours? What's your favorite? Well, I mean, I, of course, I'm a roller coaster person, so I love Space Mountain and also the Matterhorn. It's Demerne Sarasentados. Remember how they say that so many times when you're waiting in line? Demerne Sarasentados, por favor, yes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, see. Yeah. And, um, Remain seated, but, please. Yeah. Remain exactly. seated. And I loved um, and Indiana Jones, like you say, that ride. I just, there's nothing like that ride. So it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Least favorite ride, I hate to say it, is a small world, but, you know. Oh, is it still there? That runs like twenty, probably twenty minutes long too. Wait a minute, is is is, is, is small? Wait <laughs> so a minute, boring. wait a minute. Is Small World still there? It's it still is. there. Yeah. Again, they, they, they can't get rid of Small World. That's going to be there forever. Wait a minute. Do they yeah. call it? Do they call it racist? Uh, no, I'm no, not, not, not yet. That's what I've seen. Yeah, I was. I was thinking they might like get rid of it because it was racist. I mean, in back in the day. <laughs> I think that should be punishment. So, like, some type of punishment. If you break a law, you got to ride that ride so many times. Or it's got yeah, to no. oh, I love that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What the Pirates of the Caribbean? They took the rape scene out where he was like trying to yeah. rape that girl, right? Yeah. Yeah, they they should, they that the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> but you know all the. Uh, all the torture and looting and arson and, and murdering people and leaving people to die in burning jail cells, that's all still okay. That's, that's okay, right? Oh, you're right. Good point. That's right. <laughs> Loving that. Yep. And it, it, when, they, when they, like, banned Song of the South, I was pissed as a kid when I was a kid, man. It was like, Song of the South is the best. Man, I like, that's I've not, never seen that. I've got it. I've got it. I, I got a DVD. I was selling it, but it's like you can only get it. You in can't Japan. buy it anymore. You can get no, but I got. It. You can get it in Japan. You can get it in Japan. Yeah, yeah. You get it in Japan. Mm -hmm. I had a question. Isn't Splash Mountain about Song of the South? Yes, but here's what they did. All right, they took they did focus groups. All right, they brought in African Americans to do focus groups before they built the ride, and they said, "What can we use and what can't we use?" And they said, "Leave Uncle Remus out." The, the animated characters are fine, so that's what they did, and that's why our friend, okay. and that's why our friend Valerie Stewart's dad, Nick Stewart, did the voice on the ride. Correct, Ken? That's uh, correct. He did. He did. He did. He reprised his role as Brer Bear. Yes, he got rid of the tar baby too. <laughs> There's nothing in here but bees. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they, I, they, they no no tar baby. That's true. They they use a uh, they use honey instead of tar. So. Oh, that's uh, interesting. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah. This whole this whole like political correctness thing that's happened down the pike. I don't like it, Ken. I mean, it's just like it was what it was. Slaves were slaves. Things happened. Right. It was it was what it was. Just leave it alone and like like be an adult. Well, you know who's calling for the release of the movie is uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Really, she wants really? the movie. She's she's telling Disney you should release it. And I think what they I think what they need to do is have because she's tied with Disney now, and so is uh, Oprah. I think Oprah and Whoopi Goldberg need to host a DVD release of it. Uh, and there's John Boyega, who's in the new Star Wars movies. 
Okay. If you have them, you have, he can talk about working with, you know, being an actor working with animated characters, because that's what you do in Star Wars. It's an advanced form of that. It's being live action with, with animation. And they can, if they did commentary on it and explained why it's controversial now and what's wrong with it, I think they can get away with it. I think, I think it would be a very educational. I do too. I, I, I really think it's that, like, like from yeah. and, and like, uh, oh no, Irving's in here and he's making a bunch of noise. He doesn't listen to what he's doing. Irving, why God. are you? <laughs> Irving. I'm making noise. Yes. It's, you know, he's bending over and getting a bottle of whiskey. Stop it, Irving. No, no, no. Wait a minute. He was like, he, see, Irving used to be one of those characters in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yo, ho, yo, ho, a bottle of rum. He looks like that guy. He looks like one of those guys on the Pirates of the Caribbean. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, Irving. You guys Irving. might find it interesting to know that my mom is the one that designed the Song of the South ride. Oh, wow. And the oh, reason no, really. that Disney actually changed some of the features of her design is because they didn't want to pay her for it. Oh. And, and they didn't wow. pay her for it. That's what we're talking about, Disney employees. They have a history of not doing well with their employees. Yep. Oh, look at Dean Jones. Well, and you know uh, the stuff <laughs> with, you know, Aladdin's out right now, right? Live mm-hmm. action yeah. Aladdin. Right. The, the way the, the things work out, the way the contracts work out, even though they're using all this material that really was dis- was originally conceived by the animators, mm-hmm. the animators are not, you know, when they did the animated version, like the storyboards and all that, they're not, the animators aren't getting compensated for this version, even though it's using their source material. Right. So it's, it's kind of, you know, controversial well, for can... the animators. I can kind of understand that because the source material is based on the screenplay, uh, which is agreed upon by many people before it even goes into production. Uh, So I I can kind of see that. But when uh, somebody submits a design for a ride and Disney changes it just enough, which is, by the way, only 10%, uh, changes it just enough so that they do not have to pay that person for their design. Very uh, interesting. Yeah. This now, that was a long, long, long time ago. And uh, Disney sat on the idea for a long time before they even started uh, considering it. Uh, another idea that she submitted to Disney was a treehouse gift shop uh, in the form of Swiss Family Robinson. <clears throat> oh, wow. Yep. Which I believe somewhere exists or did exist in Disney World. And she never got paid for that one either. That's right. Mm. Well, I don't know. Was she employed by the company? Yeah, she was. Wow. Uh, she was employed uh, by Disney Studios uh, for a time. And she was employed by uh, Cal Disney. Uh, for a few years uh, as a summer employee, uh, and she's also been a permanent stockholder for the last almost 40 years. Wow. Well, Irving, Irving knows. He's, like, connected with Disney, but Irving also, see, Irving's a, a reenactment dude. Like, 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 he wears that coonskin cap and stuff, and that's how he gets his, that's how he makes his living. You think he's, like, uh, well, who's that, who's the coonskin... Baby. Yeah, Davy Crockett? A, he thinks he's Davy Crockett on, on booze. <laughs> no, 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 Trevor, please. What? God, I, I'm I to... hate it when he speaks for me because he always screws it all up. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm a living historian. My character is uh, uh, James Butler Hickok, Wild Bill. Oh, come on, it's Friday night. Oh, you can... Wild Bill. Okay. Yeah. okay. It's not, not Bell Star. Uh, no. Zombie'd make a great like- bell star, though. Have you ever seen that woman? Oh, God. That'd be fantastic, darling. 
That'd be about it, too, dude. <laughs> Come up and see me sometime. Okay, Ken, this, this show's oh. getting away. The show's getting away from us, but that's the show. You you understand, don't you? That that's the show. I totally understand. And Dave and Dave Lerman called me before the show and says that I'm not paying enough attention to him. So I got to give Dave Lerman a plug. Dave Lerman called me and he blocked me on Facebook, and I didn't block him. I've never blocked him. So Dave. If you're blocked, <laughs> you blocked me. I didn't block you, Dave. <laughs> you got to shout it out. That's right. I got I to give Dave a shout out that he blocked me. Okay, that's it. Let's, that we're yeah. done with that. Uh, Ken, ex- yeah. explain how Dave Larabit is your best friend. Well, we met in prison many years ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, which one dropped the soap? <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. Um, he, uh, I actually met him up in the old Disney gallery. We used to be above Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland. And I met him up there with, he was there with Doug Beatty. I had no idea who they were. And I, they just were a couple of guys who started asking me questions about Disneyland when they found out I worked there and they started picking my brain and, I didn't realize Sam Kinison, they were connected with Sam Kinison. I knew Sam Kinison was over making an appearance in Tomorrowland on a, on a radio show at a stage there that was done weekly. And, uh, I talked with him and, you know, I bumped into him again a couple weeks later. And I had, by then I had seen them on a TV show that shall remain nameless. Um, (laughs) and, and I, and I had talked to a friend of mine who was a huge Sam Kinison fan and he goes, Dude, you got you were talking with Dave, Doug, and Dave, and I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, yeah. So, it, so that's how I met Dave Lerman. Yeah, was was and at Dave, Disneyland. Dave, Dave is still like a Disneyland fanatic. Uh, like when I came down here and we went to uh, uh, Bubba Gump's. Over, you know what's that called again? They like changed it, but you know what's it called? The the garden, the garden walk, the garden walk. and garden uh, walk. and rest in peace. His mom passed away but you know it's like we they came down there to to visit me and dave's whole trip was like back and forth to disneyland he's kind of like tony i mean when he's there it's like day after day after day that's what dave likes <laughs> it was like every day he was like he just kept going back and forth yeah. and he didn't like me because i bought a big bottle like a handle of vodka and i couldn't carry it in and i thought i said dave oh, wow well, I know, but I couldn't hang out with him because he goes, you can't carry a whole handle of vodka into Disneyland. <laughs> and I go, oh, shit. So I had to go over to Tony Rose. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know what he was up to. I didn't know that's what yeah. he was. I said, Dave, just give me like 10 minutes. Okay, but he, nah, he wanted to go back to Disneyland. So that's what happened. I don't know. He's like, he's like Tony. Tony will spend $25 for a beer at Disneyland. I'm not going to do that. Well, the beer platter is actually $65, remember? <laughs> 75 bucks for that beer platter, but I got to get a group of friends for that. Dude. And he'll do it, see? <laughs> they, I they know. Won't. I was, no, I thought my friend actually told me about that. She was like, yeah, we got this beer platter. I'm like, you paid how much for that? Dude, just just go drink outside. And, and like Dave Lerman like, takes those little airplane bottles. And he slams it before he, before he goes in from the liquor store right across the street. <laughs> and he's like, boom, boom, boom. And then he goes, he, he goes into Disneyland. Dollar <laughs> ninety five a piece. Yeah, that's right. That's how you do it. That's the way to go. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. So I don't know, everybody. Did you like this interview? Where's Tammy from Disneyland? I don't know. I texted her, and she has not. Uh, but she worked there. Yeah. for like five years and she loved it so i mean but there's as she said there's so much inside stuff it's just it's very interesting especially for yeah. people that are such disney disney folks so one of the guys that i that i worked with is still there and he's been he's been there 55 years he's one of the longest wow. employees of, of uh disney the whole company i mean he's one of the longest tenured employees and uh that's just amazing. He just celebrated his 55th anniversary there. Hey, can I ask you They'll a question? They'll probably fire him before he can get his retirement. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is just a personal question, uh, Ken. Now, my my uncle, he's really into, like, artsy-fartsy stuff. Like, he's, like, into that. And he got a job at Disneyland before he retired. And he was, like, one of the train conductor, like, 
He was like a train. Uh-huh. He wore like the suit and stuff, and he like did the train. How much Is do you he think the guy that pulled the brake and disra- uh, derailed the uh, caboose? I don't know. I don't know what he did, but he got he was in a suit and everything, and he like he was like a train conductor. How much do they pay those guys, the train conductor dudes? When they start, well, these days when they start, you're talking like twelve, thirteen, fourteen bucks somewhere around mm-hmm. there when they start. Oh, okay. Well, he just did it because he loved it. Basically, he was, above a minimum. Like minimum. Because the, there was a there was a contract that got signed only a few months, like not long ago, and it kind of it kind of screwed over the people who've been there a long time. But it it it, it raised up the rates for the people who are you know who are newer. So it's like they're closer to the people who have been there all this you know for a long time, for like twenty years, twenty five years. It's like, well, wait a minute, this guy who started you know five years ago is now almost making what I'm making. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of the biggest complaints I've heard from Disney employees over the years is that they, they don't even promote from within their own company and they'll hire outside and as you're saying that they don't like loyalty just doesn't seem to mean a lot to them, which is interesting. It's so. changed a lot. I mean it used to be what that's the thing about when I got on board, it was nineteen ninety. And the original right. park park management was still there, the guys who had been there from the beginning. Yeah, and then so I got to see I got to see that I got to see them retire, including one of them was Ron Dominguez. He lived on the property before Disney wow. bought it. His, his house, wow. his house was his family house was there, and then he got a job huh. as a ticket taker when it, when it opened, and then you know, he was only at like eighteen, nineteen, whatever, and then he stayed with the company, and he became you know basically the vice president of the whole uh, uh, Disney. But when did, you know, all those guys retired, and then they brought in, you know, corporate MBA, uh, you know, these ladder climbers who are just looking for their next promotion, you know. It, it's zombie attic. Zombie. Regulation. When did they lax the regulations on dress code and hairstyles and stuff? Because I remember in the mid-70s, it was like, you, you know, you, you had to have your hair cut a certain way, no facial hair. And that yeah. basically everybody looked, you had to look alike. <laughs> yeah, to they look like a cookie cutter Christian. They, they started allowing mustaches, I think, in the in the in the nineties, late nineties, I think. And then, then like since I left, they said, "No, oh, everybody has beards," you know, not just the women. Um, and <laughs> but they but they decided they wanted to allow more because of some of the international operations. They wanted it to be consistent, and and you know, in some countries, they're just not going to get. Got every all the guys have beards in some countries, you know, and they don't, they just did not want to uh, have a tough time with that, so they relaxed all that. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you one thing: Tony doesn't have a beard. He looks like Winnie the Pooh. Oh, if you go, if, if here's the thing: if you go back when Disney <laughs> bought the Disneyland Hotel, because it, it was owned by another company, that company was the company that also owned the Queen Mary at the time. And so Disney took over the Queen Mary. They fired the guy who played the ship captain because he wouldn't shave off his mustache. And, of course, now you go there and you go to Disney and, and everybody's got, you know, mustaches, beards, whatever. <laughs> so that wow. was a big to-do back in the day. Was that, uh, was that the Bass family uh, that – I know they're the ones that bailed out Disney – uh, they, yeah, they bailed it out with shareholders, but it was the Ra- the Rather Corp. Jack Rather, who he his company owned the hotel, owned and built the Disneyland Hotel, and owned the Queen Mary, and it had oh. the Lone. He had the Lone Ranger at one point, and all that stuff. And hmm. uh, yeah, so Disney couldn't. Disney finally bought that, bought the hotel in like nine in the in the late eighties because they couldn't hope to expand and build more hotels because they didn't they didn't own the names. The, they didn't own the Disneyland name as far as hotels went, so they had to buy. They had to buy that company to get that name, and you know, yeah, kind of like uh, the uh, Disneyland Credit Union having to change their name to Partners, which sounds like something in West Hollywood, but you know, that's yeah. I thought what <laughs> yeah, was interesting it, though, when they did change the name to Partners, uh, the 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 semicircular part of the P is actually the font for the D in, in, in the, 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 
the the font for Disney. Right. If you, you look edifying. at the partner's logo, the top of the yeah. P is the D in Disney. Yeah, wow. you got a sharp eye on that. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think Kent Ken gave us all he has to give. He has to leave it the seven fifteen to go get some. What he has to do is dirty do. All right, Ken. I, I've yes. Thank you so much. Uh, the thesweepspot.com, sweep like sweeper, thesweepspot.com. That's where you get information about our, our books and our podcasts. Okay. So, uh, great talking thank to you. Very you. Much. you had so much awesome information. Yeah, it's great talking with everybody here. That's great. It's wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Ken. And Tanya, thank you. Thanks for Tony, being here. Tony, thank you. Thank you. But, but don't hey, hang up you. yet. Don't hang up okay. yet. Because I'm going to do my uh, Uncle Remus for you. You ready? Okay. Yes, uh, okay. It happened on one of them zippity doo dah days. Now, this is now Disney. Now, there's a day when you can't open your mouth <laughs> without a song jump right out of it. Zippity doo dah. Zippity My, oh, my, what a wonderful day. Plenty of sunshine. In my way, zippity doo dah, zippity yay. Mr. Bluebird's on my shoulder. It's the truth. It's actual. Everything is satisfactual. Zippity doo dah, zippity yay. Wonderful feeling, wonderful day. Yes, sir. Zippity doo. Satisfaction, zip a da zip a Wonderful feeling. feeling All right, good night, Ken. If you gotta go, thank you.